0: Let me see if I can cover this in in a 10-minute segment. But this week's uh, garden column was on gardening for newcomers. If you're new to the area, this is a different place. We are a four-season climate, but because of our altitude, our dryness, and our water, and our wind, and our sun altitude, it changes. There's some variables that change. And so I was explaining, let me see if I could just expound upon that. Uh, So if you happen to catch that, if you're part of our garden club, uh, you can sign up and you you got that article directly from my my desktop to yours. If you get the local paper, any of them, it was this week's column they published. And so we started with zones. We are a zone seven. Seven means plants need to go freezing. They need to go down to close to zero, about 10 degrees uh, before they freeze and die. And so that's so zones are the lower the number, the more cold they will take. So so a lilac could be a zone two, three, or four. They go down to minus 40 degrees. We'll never see that. So you need plants that can grow from zone seven, six, five, three, two, one, seven and below, and you're good to go. And so if you go above that, you're going towards Phoenix. Phoenix is more like 10, garden zone 10. They never see freezing. If those plants, you take a saguaro, and if they even see cold, They'll, they'll freeze and die. They turn to black mush, fall over, and just ficus. That's a house plant up here. But down there, it's a yard plant they use around the pool. Uh, but it's a zone 10. So you're looking at your zones. It's how cold can they go in winter before they are damaged? And so you folks that are tuned in from Sedona, uh, maybe uh, Camp Verde, Cottonwood, okay, that's maybe Cordes Junction, you know, Hillside, Skull Valley, uh, Kirkland going the other way. You're probably a zone 8, so you need plants and go down to about 15 degrees. You definitely get cold. You saw that this week. You got some snow. That's a that's a four season four season plants. You need plants that can take that. And so it just comes out. You folks on the ridge lines, Highland Pines, Groom Creek, uh, the Williams uh, Ash Forks, Seligman. You get you get that cold wind up there. You're going to be a zone six. Flax have zone five. So you need plants can go down below zero because it gets colder there. But generally speaking, we're going to be a zone seven plus or minus. You're six, seven, or eight. Yeah, but I'm different. I'm from Prescott Valley. Now you're the same as all the rest of us. You're a zone seven. Come on, zone seven. Yeah, but I live in Paulden. You're a zone seven. Actually, you might be a zone six, because that cold air spills off of Ash Fork towards you, settles right there in that valley. So you actually get the most extreme out in Paulden. Chino Valley, just, just a few miles this way. You guys are zone seven. You're a, we're a zone seven plus or minus. You need plants that can get close to zero. So when you're looking at the tag, just just know what you're, you're dealing with. If it says zone nine, 10, 11, 12, those are desert plants. The buyer just said, ship 50 of those to all my stores. I don't care. They'll buy them. And they're selling you a plant that will die in the winter. So you want plants that can that can come back. So look at your zones. We do have this is going to be for you folks from the Midwest. Uh, your use, our elevation can cause, you know, you, you have geraniums right out there in full sun. Folks in, G, in California, you love your Japanese maples, you always ask for them. That is a shade plant here. It doesn't like our midday sun in June because of the elevation. Yeah, but they grew in full sun in my yard and it's, it's wherever in LA. Well, they won't do it here. Or if they do, it'll be the ugliest plant you've ever seen. You'll hate it. The leaves will scorch or get brown tips. They just aren't going to perform well. The leaves will be small. Put it in the shade. It'll take some morning sun, but it won't take that midday sun. It's going to be more, need more protection. And so that's maybe a little caveat, a little different than what you're used to where you came from. It'll be different. It's an elevation thing. The sun is just more intense. Here. There's more, there's less, there's less atmosphere. So we're a mile up in the air. It's just less, the sun is more intense, and it'll affect your plants. Your geraniums, it says grows in full sun, and they will. They'll do fine, but I find they bloom longer, better, stronger and they got a little midday protection. They love the morning sun, that late day sun, no problem. Middle of the day. That's what gets it. Here's the biggest one. This is for you folks in the the upper Midwest folks. You're used to like I don't know, eight foot top soil. I mean, come on, Iowa. You could throw throw this throw this microphone out in the soil. It would start to grow there. The soil is just so good. Here, we don't have soil, but we, you're probably going to have to make soil or bring it in or just raised beds. So we've got caliche uh, rocks. You've never heard the word caliche till you got here. It's just calcium layer that's like bone, it's like solid. It does not perk. And so that will be that'll that'll affect you. So you need to add some reintroduce organics into your soils. There's a few old farms around. You go out towards Dewey. There's a few old ranches where they've been farming for a while. Skull Valley the same way. But those are rare. Most of us are in that new subdivision where they just took any soil that we did have. They scraped it off, leveled everything, put your house down, and if you just grow in that, you don't amend it. Those plants will. They just won't grow. They don't die, but they won't grow. They'll sit there and look at you for years. They'll almost mock you going, I defy you to make me grow. I'm not going to do it here. And so they just sit there for years It's because that soil doesn't have any, there's no worms. There's nothing good about that soil. So they just sit there. But if you add some organics, so we, we always push, you need three things whenever you plant, you need mulch to reintroduce some organic material. You need some food because there is nothing. There's no nutrients whatsoever in your soil. It's just not going to be there. You're going to have to supplement it. You'll need to fertilize more often here because of that than maybe you're used to. Because, But if you do it, oh, it's magic. I mean, it's like an oasis. Your neighbors will be going, how did you pull that? I've been trying for years to garden like that. How would you do that? There's this crazy guy on the radio. I listened to him. He said, hey, we need to fertilize more often, amend our soil. And then, so for, I said, we need three things when you plant: mulch, food, root and grow. A, a root, we make a compost tea. Plants are going to go into shock when you put them in the ground. They're going to freak out. They're not going to like that heavy soil. They're not going to like the sun. They're not going to like the. If you get some compost tea, we call it root and grow. It helps stabilize it, and it starts to put out new roots. It just takes every time you put those three things down with every every vine, every fruit tree, every every shade tree, every every Perennial. Every time you plant those three things, you it'll be a game changer for you. I mean, just a few extra. If you're going to spend hundred dollars on a new shade tree, you might as well spend the extra ten bucks and give it the stuff it needs to really thrive and become a real tree quickly for you. If you're putting fruit trees in, a must. You just need that. Another thing to watch while we're on trees: wind. We do have the wind is more intense up here. So you're going to need to protect plants, especially trees, from the wind. So they're going to want to blow. They're going to want to give way to the wind. So they, they're like a huge parachute when they first leaf out. They'll just catch all that wind. They start to lean. And our wind comes from the v- prevailing southwest, day and night, never stops, always blowing in spring. So it starts about March. April, May, June, it's blowing. And then the monsoons come and it changes it up. But you, you need to stake those trees so they stay upright, especially if you're doing fruit trees. So they're going to load up with 300 pounds of apples or pears or peaches or cherries, apricots, whatever it is. They're going to load up with fruit. If they're leaning to the northeast because of, because of that southwest wind, they can load up and they'll just literally fall over. They'll literally fall out of the ground. I've literally seen the roots leap out of the ground. And so stake them so they're straight, at least for that first year or two, and then they will always be straight. So it's it's a something maybe you haven't done in other parts of the country, but you need to do it here. That and I would say the biggest the biggest thing I adjusted to when I started growing here, the water is very alkaline, so which makes all of our gardens alkaline. Now this is a rare thing; the rest of the country, every other radio show every other TV show every other every other garden program they're they're telling you to add add uh, hydrated lime I don't even sell lime I, I, I might I can't remember I'll try to talk you out of it if you have it because it makes the soil more we're so acidic it makes it more alkaline we don't do that ever here we're always trying to make the soil acidic add bring that pH down we're trying to change the chemistry make it more acidic all the time. So all of our foods that we sell here, we put soil sulfur in them. So it it works with the food to make things more acidic. So you'll find your, your soil is more alkaline here because of that. So it causes yellow leaves, smaller fruits. They, don't, they turn yellow. It does some things. There's some insider tips for the newcomers near the area. Be a game changer for you.